Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hello everybody. This is Carol Topp back with another episode of the Homeschool CPA Podcast. And today I want to introduce you to, well, a, a, a new virtual friend, I guess. Um, Kendall Smith and I are going to be talking about running a, a large homeschool co-op. And I met Kendall uh, online at, in a Facebook group called Christian Homeschool Leaders of Ohio. And there's actually quite a few Facebook groups. There's tons of Facebook groups for homeschoolers, but there's even quite a few of them for homeschool leaders. And this one that, that we met on um, is for Ohio. There might be a Facebook group for leaders in your state. You just might have to do a search on Facebook. I also moderate a Facebook group for homeschool leaders across the country, and I think there's about 350 of us on this group, and it's called I Am a Homeschool Group Leader. So that's what you can go on Facebook and search for it and, um, and join us because it's kind of fun to get perspectives from homeschool leaders across the country. So when Kendall was dropping some comments on the Facebook page, I thought, this is a lady who knows what she's talking about. <laughs> and I found out in talking to her that, yes, she indeed has been involved in a pretty large co-op for, that's been around for quite a long time. So we're going to get to glean a little bit of tips and information, and I think mostly perspective, perspective about, about leadership, about homeschooling and stuff like that. So welcome, Kendall. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and ideas with um, people who are going to listen to this. You're welcome. So you were telling me that you've been involved with um, a pretty good-sized co-op uh, in um, Allen County, which is um, Lima, Ohio. Tell me, tell me how big is your group? We have 38 families in, that are involved in the co-op um, and right around 100 children. So That's a bunch of kids we, to manage. It Coming is a and bunch going. of kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 100. And you meet like typical co-op one one day a week or more often than that? We meet one day a week and we have two 10-week sessions. So, oh, that's kind of nice, two 10-week yeah. sessions. Because some co-ops mm-hmm. go for 15-week sessions, a total of 30. You cut that short a little bit and do 20, yeah. weeks, which is enough. <laughs> it is. By the 10th week, all the parents are going, yay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And and you know, yeah. when I used to come home from homeschool co-op day, and our co-op would start like, I don't know, 9 o'clock in the morning, and we had lunch, and then there'd be one class afterwards, so sometimes you're there till, you know, like 1 o'clock or one thirty. I mean, I had to come down and lay down on the couch. I never really <laughs> took a nap, but I was that tired. First of all, I'm an introvert. You know, and yeah. you're just exhausted being around all these people, right? <laughs> well, ours starts at 9 in the morning and runs till 3.30. So. That's a long day. Yeah. It is a very long day. And you told me you have, you, you have, you offer 31 classes. Yes. We so have you must, preschool classes all the way up to yeah. high school. Yeah. So you run the gamut. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. We just Whoa. added the preschool classes this year. Um and it was like we were just sitting there brainstorming back and forth, and someone says, we ought to do something with all these littles, which is what we call them, the littles, and uh, we decided to have 
little 20-minute classes for the preschoolers, and it has just been amazing. So what had, you done, what had you done before? They, the parents just had to, like, yeah. watch them? Corral them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, had a room, yeah. we have a toy room where, you know, the parents with the little ones would kind of hang out oh, in. And okay. this gives the parents a break. They get to, you know, mingle and do things. And, and the little kids are loving it. So it was a great addition. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, the homeschool co-op I was a part of had nursery care, you know, and and a program pretty much always in place. But yeah, I could see why if you didn't have anything in place, that was a, a good addition. And you told me you used to be more enrichment, but but you've started becoming um, a little more academic or or offering yeah. um, more serious classes, especially for the older kids. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. How how did that come about, and how's it how's it going? Well, with the change of directors of Enrichment Day, um, the focus changed. The um, ladies that were in charge of it before myself and Lori that I, that I run it with, um, that was, they were more unschooling. They, no. You know, that was okay. more their, the way they homeschooled. And so the co-op reflected how they did things in their own homeschool. Um, but what we found was that the older kids, you know, high school, didn't really want to give, their parents didn't really want to give up a day of school for fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of work to do, kid. Yeah. Right. Buckle down high school. Yes. I agree. And so um, I think this is our fourth <laughs> year running it, and we just decided to have classes that, you know, if you're going to be there, they're going to benefit. The, the the older kids. Now, some of the younger kids, their classes are more art, current events, that kind of thing. But the yeah. the high school kids, we're doing classes that benefit you to be in a group setting. You know, the sciences. Yeah, okay. So they do their mm-hmm. experiments, but they do their book work at home. We had a, a great time with doing government when we had the election Ooh. And, Ooh, and had yeah. a mock election and, you know, that was, you're not going to get that experience doing that at home by yourself. I agree. I agree. You don't have so, enough of the, yeah, yeah, participants. Well, that's cool. I Well, obviously, that's one of the things I loved about being in a co-op, that there are things that are better done in groups. And, yeah. and you know, some, I, I really admire you for adding that, that slightly different focus as the kids got older because, you know, the parents need the help with managing right. some, like, biology dissection. Kendall, I was not going to cut up frogs on my kitchen table, okay? Oh, I'm, I'm an accountant. I don't get grubby, right? I can't even watch those medical shows. So I was so glad that my co-op offered just the dissection lab. Yeah. And then, and then, um, and some of the kids in the class weren't even taking biology at that time, but they took the dissection lab and then, you right. know, they were going to take biology some other year, which that's wonderful. That's, that's one of the strengths, I think, of co-ops where things like that better in groups. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. But but you were also talking about now your your group has been around a long time, and um, yeah. and and you had a certain flavor, like you said, you were more enrichment. But now uh, groups are other groups are starting up in your in your area in your local area, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. 
Yeah, you were telling me a little bit about that. So is that breed more like competition or rivalry? Um, not as far as the leadership of our group is concerned. Um, when I found out about this other group, I was excited because it's kind of like we're going to get to watch them grow. Um, and when I talk to the other the other people that that lead the entire homeschool group with me, they were excited about being able to help them. And and I've been answering questions for a month about well, what do you do about this and what do you do about that. That's great. And That's I always feel that if something we've learned by trial and error is going to keep someone else from having to go through the trial and error, um, <laughs> then that's we're here to share. Maybe. And yeah. so it's yeah. it's neat. Um, I've told her I can't wait till her co-op's as big as ours. Mm. <laughs> just that wow. just means there's that many more families that yeah. are connected where they need to be. Yeah, and they're and getting they're the support helped. and encouragement. Yeah. And I mean that's what we're here for. I mean we've yeah. always said that our group is yeah we do field trips and we have our co-op and we do these other things, but our main purpose is to support and encourage. So, mm-hmm. and that's what mm-hmm. we try to do. So it's well, kind of exciting to see the little groups getting bigger. So. Pop up, yeah. And 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 I think there's a greater strength in collaboration than than competition. But um, definitely, my my group has spun off the the co-op I belong to. I should say I'm not in leadership anymore. My kids are grown up and gone. But the we spun off two different co-ops and. You know, we gave them, like, our bylaws. We gave them our policy manual. We yeah. heck, they, we even found them. A, we went to the church and said, can you open up for another day? So we even found them a place. Um, yeah, just to, to help them because, actually, our co-op had a waiting list. We were full. Oh, wow. And the best thing to do was to say, we'll, we'll help another group start. And, um, and, and, and another thing I did, and, and I hope you guys get to this point. Of course, I'm in Cincinnati. It's a big city, right? And it yeah. extends all the way up to Dayton, practically, right? So yeah. just, yeah, just um, last month, I um, organized a gathering of homeschool leaders in the city. Any kind of leader. I didn't care what kind of group they led or if they were faith-based or not. And we've got, um, you know, a large, anyway. Lots of different kinds of faiths in a major city, right? And um, right. I had a list of 40 people, and I invited them. And it, not that many showed up, of course, and they never will. But um, I think there were about a, a, a dozen or 15 of us uh, representing probably almost a dozen different groups. And it was kind of nice. It was nice just for the leaders to sit there face-to-face, find out what the other groups were like. And one, one person said, oh, it's just so interesting to see how different people run their organizations. And yeah. and my goal in doing that was to support the leaders. But you know what's kind of neat, Kendall, is you can say, hey, you know, either we're full or we don't offer this class, but I know this other group over in town is doing this kind of stuff. So you can send a parent to another organization if you can't meet their needs. Maybe somebody else can. And that's what we've done. We have, um, to the east of us, there's in Hardin County, there was a homeschool group that ha- they have a co-op. And, when I would run into people that was a little bit too far for them to come to where we were, I would oh, be like, yeah. well, there's this one that's close to you. Maybe you should try that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, to me, getting people hooked up where they need to be is way more important than our group having 300 kids in it. 
Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Frankly, yeah. our building that we're in couldn't handle that many more children. And, yeah, I just if you get too big, you lose the personal touch, too. So. I agree. I agree with as many as many families as you have now, too. Yeah. yeah. It's many co-ops meet in churches or buildings that can only accommodate so many. Or, you know, if the nursery or a preschool or a class gets full, we would have to say to parents, you can come if you have high schoolers because we have room at the high school level, but sorry, yeah. you know, the classes for the littles are full. Um, which is disappointing when you have to turn people away, but, you you know, you don't want to burn out either, right? We don't yeah. want to burn out the leaders or anybody. Uh, and we're, we were, we're just overly blessed with people who are willing to step up and do things. And now, can you bottle that up and sell it for everybody I, else, Kendall? So it, it, always hasn't, it hasn't always <laughs> been that way. I mean, there's okay. been times where there's nobody that's willing to help do anything, and you had to – we haven't had the problem, but they've had the problem in the past where they just beg people to teach a class. Um, mm. And we just haven't had that. Um, like I said, the parents that come, they, they're they there. They know they have to help. I think mm. mostly because we didn't make it an option. <laughs> okay. We didn't so much okay. ask them. We told them, you must help. Where are you going to help? So, okay. I mean, we don't have the problems with it. And a lot of our teenagers are really good at just seeing something needs to be done and taking care of it. Aww. So, yeah, we've got some pretty great kids. That's neat. Maybe they're getting, maybe, yeah, yeah, well, first of all, they're, they're investing in an organization that, mm-hmm. you know, they've benefited from, so they're, they're, you know, paying it forward or paying it back in this case. But I think, I think sometimes it sounds like you're very clear about saying, here's the expectation. This is a cooperative program. This is not for you to drop off. This is not for me to homeschool your kids for you, right. um, et cetera, et cetera. If, if, if this is not right for you or you can't, you can't come and be here with your kids, well, you know, you're not for us. And maybe there's another yeah. program you can send them to. But, um, wow. Yeah, everybody so, has to help in a class or teach a class. And yeah. you can't be new and teach a class. We don't do that either. Um, and it sounds like, yeah, we learned the hard way. That's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so how long do you want someone to be part of your co-op before you let them teach? Um, usually a couple of years. Oh, that long. Um, okay. And I think we, I, we, we said a semester, yeah, so we can check oh, you out yeah. and make sure you're responsible and, you know, yeah. And then we put uh, somebody that's been around for a while in with you. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a year. It depends on how how involved they are. Sure. I mean, if they just sure. sit by themselves and nobody really gets to know them, we may wait a little bit longer. Um, but some people just show up and you feel like you've – They've been part of the group forever. Yeah. And um, yeah. we've had a couple this year that we've had 15 new families this year. So it's kind of, Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, um, yeah. and some of them, I couldn't tell you their kids' names and other ones. Wow. I, I know because they, they are just outgoing. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it just depends. But if we do have a new teacher, we usually try to put a, a helper with them that's been around for a while so that we good idea. get good feedback. So do you have um, other, other you know, volunteer slots besides teaching or helping, like, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, committees or um, 
you know, jobs that people do? What kind of stuff do they do? We don't really have, we don't have any committees. Okay. Um, but we do have, <laughs> we have the door watchers. Door watchers, um, yeah, good idea. <laughs> this day and age, you, you know, yeah. either kids trying, little's trying to escape, or big's trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> or was, yeah. people coming in who shouldn't come. Now you say you meet like in a community center. Yeah, so, so it's open to the public. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we have people that are assigned to sit. Um, there's one interest where we have like a leadership table, and then there's another entrance at the other end of the building that we can't really see. So we have mm-hmm. parents stationed down there to make sure only the people that are supposed to go out that door go out that door. Um, okay. And then we have cleanup people. Uh, mm-hmm. which if you don't, you know, don't really want to be in a classroom, then after lunch and after at the end of the day, we have people that go around and empty trash and pick up yeah. and get the yeah. lost and found stuff. And, yeah. And so there's always something to do. We even have a coffee lady. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she has a little like coffee, coffee stand. Yeah. And she yeah. takes care of all of us, makes sure we awake, yeah. we're awake. Yeah, you have to. We called it our chew and chat room. We yeah. had like a room where we chewed food and chatted. And I think, um, yeah, there was someone who set up the coffee and people took turns like bringing in, you know, snacks or something like that, which is kind of nice. Yeah. That's pretty much her in? coffee cart and no one else is allowed to touch it. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, she's, <laughs> that's okay, too. She's yeah. always there. Yep. So what, Kendall, what advice do you have for someone, like like you said, in town who's starting this new group? What advice do you have for, for a leader to to help them avoid, you know, what, getting, getting overwhelmed, getting burnt out? The biggest thing is to pick the people that you work with wisely. Um, you don't want people who are exactly like you. Um, mm. and you don't want people that are just going to agree with you either. Mm. And you want people that, that follow through. Um, oh, yeah. The, yeah. the lady that, that I run the Enrichment Day, our, our co-op with, she would be considered the polar opposite of me. Um, so we work, we complement each other. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, I'm an accountant too. Um, yeah. I love paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're weird. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't like it. She can do it, but she doesn't like it. Um, and we, so we work well together. But we also have people that are in charge of different things that we know will follow through that we don't have to check up on, and we don't try to do it all ourselves. Oh, so wait, wait, say that again. Say that we, again. You what? You we don't, don't try to do it all ourselves. <laughs> People need to, be, to hear that over and over again. Yeah. But if and you don't I, do it, Kendall, it won't get done. See, that's my philosophy in life. <laughs> and I've learned not to fall prey to that trap. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let other people do things. And you, know, you have to ask. Sometimes they think they, they aren't needed. Um, oh, oh. And if you don't ask, they don't know. And so we have people that help us do different things. And 
when we make a mistake and someone gets upset, I look at them and tell them, I'm so sorry that I'm human. <laughs> I mm-hmm, apologize. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, yeah, that, that's key. Seriously, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes you have to apologize for things that aren't even your fault. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to apologize for not meeting her expectations, and you don't even know what her expectations were. <laughs> right? yeah. Sorry, I didn't measure up. Yeah. I'm, yeah. 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 For the most part, I, like, I mean, things run smoothly, and and we try to, you know, foresee problems, but we don't always, and you can't. And if you overreact, other people overreact too. So we try not to do that. Try not to overreact. Those are good tips. Try not to overreact. You know, um, I like the first one about pick somebody different than you to mm-hmm. to help you or, or have a variety of different personalities. So my daughters have introduced me to different personality tests and there's all kinds. There's some online, you, you know, like the, the typical Myers-Briggs, you know, ISTJ stuff. And then there's one called Enneagram, E-N-N-E-Gram. And those are just yeah. fun because it helps you identify how people are different from you and then you understand them better. You know, like, Oh, this is why she's reacting this way. She, you, you know, Kendall, Kendall, you and I would be like, well, it's I on the spreadsheet. We told you what to do, and we'd forget that people have emotions, right? Because they're feelings, you know. But other people need to balance us because they're like, no, no, Carol, you don't understand. She communicates differently than you. That kind of thing. Um, My thing is, yeah. I have a schedule. Do yeah, not yeah. make me change it. Yeah, yeah, and I did earlier today, didn't I? Yeah, so apologize okay. again. Kendall, Kendall and I had, we were booked uh, to, to do this phone call earlier in the day, and I blew her off. I just plain forgot, and I don't I don't usually forget, but I, I apologize again publicly to you for doing that. And thank you so much for your graciousness to, to record this. And, you know, thanks for sharing those tips. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you're singing my song, but leaders get overwhelmed probably because they do uh, think, they need to do it themselves, or or sometimes we get kind of we get to be control freaks. Like I know how to do it. Yeah. My mother used to say this. Did your mother used to say this? If you want them think something done right, you have to do it yourself. And and I grew up hearing that, and I love my mother, and she said many wise things. But I have had to reject that saying of hers because it's it's a recipe to burn yourself out if you think. I have to do it all if it's going to get done right. We have yeah. to learn to let others let others help. So, and obviously, you know, you've you've been doing this for a while, and it sounds like your group is thriving. You don't have some of the problems some of us have with getting those volunteers because you know maybe you've modeled it for them. You know how to get everybody involved. So, thank you, thank yeah. you for for your example. Thank you for your service to the homeschool leaders in your area, and for the rest of you, I, I hope I hope Kendall is giving you some inspiration of, you know, ideas of, of how to run your homeschool group better. So thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.